What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to talk about some sex? Yep, yep. Yep. Great. Yep. Fantastic. I'm presently <clears throat> reading an article mm-hmm. that I know you can't wait to read. Uh, was that sarcasm? It's called Each Zodiac Sign's Favorite Erogenous Zone Based on Astrology. Uh, okay. Well... I, my mind immediately, when you said that... Turned I, off. I, I could tell... No, no, no. When you said uh, uh, an article that I'm sure you are you're you can't wait to read, uh-huh. I knew that that was sarcasm, but my mind went to somewhere a little... Like somewhere in the more gross area. Oh, okay. Like something that was going to make me want to throw up. Like someone taking your penis and stretching it as wide as they can? As wide? Like my penis hole? No, no, like your whole, the whole length of your penis. That doesn't really gross me out. No? No, not really. Like, if I I tug on that thing so fucking hard, are you kidding me? Yeah, but do you pull it wide? No. Like, do you abduct it away from your midline? I have before. Sometimes, I have before. 
What I does have, I have really what does it look like one of those little lizards with the yeah. with the neck that yeah. pops out wide? The one, yeah, the one that flies through the air like a <laughs> yeah. flying like a flying squirrel. Yeah, um, I don't do that often. I have very stretchy skin, like okay. like a, like almost like kind of circusy, almost stretchy skin. Okay, so you can grab my like you can see it. I'll do it on my neck here. Oh wow! Like it pulls it. That's real what far. I. That's what I'm picturing, but on either side yeah. of your penis. Yeah. So I've I tested that out on my dick once, where I was like, "How stretchy is it here?" It's pretty stretchy. It's pretty stretchy, yeah. eh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but like that, enough that doesn't. So really that didn't out. gross you out. No, but if you grab my, if you try to stretch my my penis my, hole, my head. Yeah. That would hurt. Like pinch its little cheeks. Oh God! Don't ever pinch <laughs> my head ever. <laughs> I've got such a sensitive little dickhead. Yeah. And I'm circumcised too. Yeah. So like you know, imagine yeah. imagine with me with a full sleeve, pull that thing back and touch my my head. Uh huh. God damn it! Is that called a wizard sleeve, or is that a, a vaginal uh, a reference? Sleeve. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that once before. Wizard sleeve. Wizard sleeve, according to um, uh, Urban Dictionary, is used to describe large hanging or dangling labia. Okay. Oh, wizard sleeve. How about that variety? Uh, you know what? We've talked to a couple people who um, probably wouldn't appreciate that term. Really? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with it? Well, don't you remember um, we talked to someone who had a lot of like a lot of body um, um, insecurities based on Dane Cook's old joke about the the beef curtains? Oh, right. Uh, wizard sleeve is just another word for beef curtain, really. I guess so, but I mean... It's kind of, there's something a little more mi- like fantastical and cute Yeah, about like it. mythical and... Yeah, totally. Okay, well, I didn't realize that was offensive, but I mean... <laughs> Everything's offensive, though. I mean, right. this entire fucking show is offensive. I suppose. Take a moment and just read through the comments of the, the CBC article that we did about being polyamorous. Yeah. That offended some fucking folks. Yeah, we did another radio show the other day too, which was a very different vibe radio show. It was was the Evan Evan Solomon show. Okay. A huge national call-in radio show, talk talk radio call-in slash tweet-in show. Okay. It's a very big deal. And uh, he was was like, he was challenging us oh yeah you yeah yeah on, on, on what it means to be polyamorous and yeah. um i'm not very good with my words like you are mm-hmm. but man you uh you put your foot down and you you i was really impressed oh, i wish i could hear it i don't even know what i said i just remember sitting there in the ca- i took it in the car okay and i was like oh my god we were in different places we took the call and yeah i was like holy fuck man bridey is a nailing this one i really liked i liked his the bit of like combativeness um that that he brought to it and he was not shy about being like people are writing in that this is gross that they don't like this at all he wasn't being an asshole though he was great no he was great he yeah he was just he was he was pushing us yeah he was pushing he was like trying to see all right what are the let me push you on this yeah yeah no i liked it yeah anyway um coming back to the the stupid article that you want to read oh yeah well, well, I, I am curious to know because i do like when you read me my horoscope yeah. um which you haven't done in ages okay but uh i would be curious to know what it says about my andro uh, what not androgynous no um, my erogenous erogenous zones <laughs> um okay well here it says um practical as always capricorns are all about those 
joints. While knees don't strike us as particularly sexy, we're not here to kink shame. Uh, According to Kelly, who I'm assuming wrote this article, um, there's an easy explanation for this possible predilection. Capricorn is all about structure, which is why this earth sign rules the skeletal system and joints. She told us before offering a very interesting word of advice. Since Capricorn is such a boss in their public life, experimenting with reverse power dynamics in bed is an excellent way to bring this sea goat to their knees. Nope. No? Hard nope on that. But I will say I am very, very structured. Yeah. I do I do get off on a structured life. Yeah. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hard no on the uh, the reversal of power dynamics. Okay. In the bedroom. Okay. Well, um, guess what mine but is. But also my joints. Don't fly, don't touch my knees. <laughs> Your armpits. Don't ever touch my armpits <laughs> in the middle of sex for sure. No. That's that's worse than like licking my nipples. What about licking the backs of your knees? That you might would, actually that actually might feel. It would feel good. Really good. I bet it would feel really good. <laughs> that might feel really good. I'm going on a date tonight, and I might just tell her, hey, can you just lick the back of my knee? Yeah. For a minute? Oh, See yeah. You'd be laying on your belly all vulnerable, and just a little tongue. That is a vulnerable position. Laying yeah. on my belly, having someone lick the backs of my knees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how's it? I think you should try it. Yeah, Please right. report back. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, but get, I'll But guess her. what mine is? Uh, uh, so the area, the zone? Yeah. I, I'm... Well, do they get explicit in there? Um, Could it be nipples? Um, I'm just going on a heart. I'm just guessing based off of what I know. But yeah. um, well, the most explicit thing that I see is Scorpio at the groin and genitals. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay, fine. Yeah. Then coming back to you, it's not your nipples. Uh, according to this, it'll be. Oh I'm no! Gonna say actually, Cancer is the chest and breasts. Okay, I'm gonna say feet. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, that. you did. Yeah, this is what it says. Um, Someone is likely to have a foot fetish, and that's Wait, someone, what are you, though? A Pisces. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, we are... Um, uh, Pisces governs the feet, the anchor of the entire body. To get this water sign swimming, be sure to treat your Pisces lover to a steamy foot massage in the bed, or better yet, the bath. And you know what? 100%. That's true. This is true about you. Feet. I'm all about the feet. Yeah. I don't... Not, like, in a fetish kind of way, but, like... If you want me to put my computer away, like if I'm in the middle of like work and you're trying to get my attention, I a foot massage will get it every time. But wouldn't like any massage really do it every time? Not like the feet. The really? feet, feet, yeah. Oh, okay. mm. Well, I mean, it just sends this like sensation through the whole rest of your body. Yeah. And it just like grounds me, you know? Yeah. Anyway. How do you think you feel to have, uh, to be having group sex? Um, with three men. Yeah. One is uh, inside you. Uh-huh. The other, you are orally pleasuring, pleasuring at the same time. And then the third one, <clears throat> he's massaging your feet. <sighs> I don't know. That's a little too much stimulation, I That's think. That's a lot. It's a lot of stimulation. And also, I don't necessarily want a penis in my mouth when I'm being pleasured. Yeah, I know, but so and and I knew that I knew that that you feel that way. We call that a working vacation. Yes, but uh, my thought was, would the foot massage um, negate that? No, I think I would be really annoyed. 
Really? Yeah, I think it would be really overstimulating. Man, I man, I don't know. No. Put me in that situation? Yeah. Three women. Okay, wait. One woman's on one woman straddled over me, the other woman straddled over my face, and then another woman massaging my feet. I I'm No That's heaven. I really no. That sounds like a time. There's just too much to do. There. I don't know. I feel like it would just be such a great okay. time. Maybe one, maybe two people, and maybe one of them is giving me a scalp massage while I am being pleasured orally. <laughs> okay. That would be okay. Sure. I mean, I do. I do sometimes fantasize about um, about you know the, like nipple stimulation with multiple partners like you know? what like two mouths on two separate mouths on each nipple yeah or, or one mouth yeah on but each i nipple? have to be really turned on for that to like not irritate me like if i if i if i conjure that up right now i'm like ugh, get off me but if in the, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the middle when i'm like you know oh my god then i'm i'm so like okay funny. take my life force yeah and you know yeah. S- sustain yourselves or whatever interesting i i'm i'm so the opposite as yeah. soon as as soon as you add as soon as you add another body yeah. to the mix yeah i'm like i'm cool with whatever anything can happen now and i'm so game yeah i'm game put me in any scenario i'll i'll do all the work you know what i'll, I'll be a fucking workhorse right now yeah i guess so yeah yeah yeah. I will turn ambidextrous just for this. I, I think I've just recently kind of uh, taken a turn backward, backward, not back, back towards um, masturbation, like really enjoying like solo sex time yeah. um, because I just feel like I don't have to take care of anybody else and like I can be really selfish. Um, yeah. Not saying that it takes away from my enjoyment of sex with a, with a partner, but I, uh, the other... The other night, I was like, mm. I was in bed with my partner, and they he was sleeping, and I was like, I can masturbate right now, right? Totally. But did were you trying to be sneaky? Well, I didn't. Like, what do you do when you don't necessarily want to wake someone up? Because here's the thing: if you wake someone up, it could go two ways. They could be like super into it, or they could be like. Oh no, I'm sleeping. And I really didn't want to take that chance because I just wanted to I just wanted to like go into my imagination and you know come without just get yeah, just get it you done. You know, just that low <laughs> maintenance like don't have to finish anybody else. Right. But I was like if I get caught masturbating in bed next to my sleeping partner and they're like why didn't you wake me up then i'm gonna feel guilty yeah but also like <clears throat> do you not feel like you can just say i mean i know it's easier said than done but yeah like, do you not feel like you can just be like well, I, just, well, I just need to like i just want to i just need i was finding it hard to sleep i maybe that's a lie but like <laughs> but even just a white lie going ah, i just was having a hard time going to sleep i thought i'd just do it real quick and then go to bed <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I guess so, but I guess I was just annoyed. I was not annoyed. I was worried about that awkward, potentially awkward moment of the discovery. Well, <laughs> so I was in bed. I was in bed like I, I slept in way too late 
today? Uh, no, no, it was yeah, I think it was yesterday. Okay. And uh you would come you came like I I knew you had left and then and then I was still like I was still in bed late. Yeah. And then you came home from wherever you were and I was like in the I was in the middle jerking off. And then the, the I heard the door open and like the dot like you know the dogs at the door I'm like fuck. Ugh. So I stopped but then I was like hmm chances are she doesn't need to come in here. Uh-huh. So I'm going to continue. Uh-huh. But I did it with such like with such vigor. Mhm. <laughs> it was like a speed round to try to get it done. And then I think I you texted me <clears throat> right when I was done you were like are you awake? And I was like <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah, we've had some guys uh doing some work in the kitchen over yeah. the last like week. Same thing happened one one day I had like just gotten out of the shower. I was home by myself. I was gonna like I didn't know they were coming over. Um because they've just been kind of stopping in and I was like just getting settled into bed for a little session and then the dogs are going, they I hear the knock on the door, but then they let themselves in, which which is great. And the, the dog's going and I'm in my bedroom and I'm like, and I can hear their voices out there. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Should have just invited them in. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on in, fellas. I mean, that's like how many, everybody, that's everyone's fantasy, isn't it? I think it's a pretty <laughs> common fantasy. The guys at the house that are, that just happen to be there to fix the pool or yeah. whatever, whatever. The pool, the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, oh, oops. I think the, the lights don't work in here either. <laughs> so in, dark. Come in and patch them in. Um, yeah, I think that's a pretty common fantasy. It's definitely one of mine. Only since I started seeing a, a carpenter. And then I was like, oh, yeah, right. I totally get the appeal. Yeah. Like if, if you just, if I was just like home, if I was like a lonely housewife. Yeah, and totally. you knocked on the door and. You were the handyman. You know, I, I, this is so interesting because I, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't usually think about the things that I fantasize about because I don't think I really, honestly, I don't think I fantasize about much other than just like, I fantasize a lot about threesomes. Like I just, I think about it a lot. Right. So I don't really like, I don't really have those like, those weird fantasies of like, oh, like the nurse comes in. Yeah. And like to take care of me and as she, as she flushes out my. IV she also goes down on me like I don't I don't I don't I I don't think about that kind of stuff yeah although you just reminded me I just had one recently I was uh I was speaking at the University of Waterloo okay um doing a gig for like a a conference there Mm -hmm. and they put me up in this hotel and so I had a, a night alone in the hotel and um like my meals at the hotel restaurant were covered. So I was like, I'm going to go down, like have a nice meal, have a couple cocktails. Uh, I think like a game was probably on. So I was going to go watch some of that at the bar. Yeah. And the hostess was very pretty. Okay. And I, I think it's like, I spent the majority of my time sitting at that bar, just running through my head, like her walking over at some point, sitting down and being like my shift's over are you staying here and then it going from there and then i was like could she do that or like or like do they have staff meetings where they're like you can't fuck the guests no you don't think no i don't think definitely not so you were having a little fantasy at the table i that's all i did it's all i thought about the whole time i was at the table 
And then I was like, I got to go upstairs and jerk off. Really? Oh, yeah, man. That's so funny. Yeah. I, and I never do that. I never do that. I never I never have that. Huh. It was really fascinating. I have... Do you remember any of your... So, I don't know. Do you remember any fantasies like that from when you were younger and like ma- starting to masturbate or do you always masturbate to porn? Like, was that... Was fantasizing ever mm. part of your repertoire? No, not really. I, I did. Kinda like, I kind of always sort of like... Always got off to porn. Although, like, I, you know, that's not to say I've, I've never, like... There's there's lots of times where I haven't jerked off to porn, but right, it, like I wasn't. Um, but what do you jerk off to if you're not jerking off to porn? Then I then I just run through scenarios in my head. Uh, okay, okay, so that's fantasizing. Yeah, but my fantasies are more are more like I'm running through like um, things I've actually been through. Oh, okay, and like seeing it. Okay, 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 right. It's not like uh, I'm not thinking of you're like, not creating imagery. No, no, I'm going okay. Like you're drawing on a on a yeah. specific your of memories. Yeah, I'll I'll be like thinking about a time Becca and I slept together with somebody else, or, right? Or a time that a time that the time that you and I have like had sex, or a time like I think of things that I have have actually yeah. experienced. Okay, I uh, I almost never <laughs> ever fantasize about things I've actually experienced. Really? Yeah. Holy fuck! Really? Yeah. So okay, this the the host, the really pretty hostess yeah. at the restaurant. I went upstairs and I scoured the I like scoured the internet to find hostess porn. No, a porn star that looked as close to her oh as possible. Oh my god, that's so funny. I've Is that heard, crazy? I've heard I've heard a couple of men say <clears throat> that they that they that they that they source out like porn stars that have the same body type as their girlfriend or yeah, stuff, stuff like that. That's exa- like exactly what I was trying to do. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, that's so funny. No. No, I, I'm like almost always... So are you scenario-based? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> No, not scenarios, really. Just like I can look down and imagine someone's face between my legs or... Well, that's what I'm doing. If I'm jerking off the shower, I'm, I'm looking down thinking someone's on their knees in the shower yeah yeah it's kind of like that but it's not actually like necessarily an experience that i've had right right because i'm thinking of the, t- the last time i got a blowjob in the shower yeah exactly <laughs> right <laughs> yeah okay yeah interesting uh you know and it changes really rapidly too so if you were to be like what are you thinking about i'd be like well this and then that would be like maybe 15 seconds and then i'd be like something completely different Right. I had a reoccurring fantasy when I was growing up um, of of having sex in a pool. That was like always the same, always the same scenario, always the same position, always the same sort of like What's mood and atmosphere from behind. Yeah, against the against like the, against pool, the wall. pool wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't. It's not practical. It isn't. <clears throat> it really isn't. And uh, I feel like this, that can't feel good, right? Like who? Who are the people fucking in pools? I feel that way about fucking in the shower. I mean, I like it, but it's just not pr- like give me. Some, I want some handlebars. Right. Same thing, actually. So what about being fucked on the back of a motorcycle? That does nothing. That, it's got handlebars right in front of you. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. No, I mean, literally maybe, comes with handlebars. Yeah, I like maybe an office <laughs> desk with like an edge a, a, de- a desk edge right and yeah the handlebars no i mean sure i could see why that is ho- a hot fantasy but it no no 
but I, I really like the idea of like the bed headboard to have handles on it. Maybe like a climbing wall sort of. Yeah. Yeah. My next bed is 100% like has got to have posts. Posts. You and want like posts. sturdy posts. You want posts for tying. Yeah. 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 I want handles. I want like or even a swing or like a bar that hangs from the ceiling so that I don't. There's a lot of positions I don't love being in because I have to support like <laughs> my body weight. <laughs> Amy Schumer has this really funny bit about um, doing it doggy style and having she's like, I've been on an increasing like t- too many dates where where the guy, you know, flips me over to do me from behind, but then waits for me to reach back and put his his penis in me and she's like okay what? let me just use my head as a tripod because like and then she mimics like reaching between her legs or over her head is that and, a thing is yeah. that a thing that guys are doing yeah well i don't know i don't know i can i can't speak to that but i can speak to the experience of having to use my head as a fucking tripod right and i'm not into that i have a lot of tension on my neck yeah of course yeah okay handlebars or or some of those uh, rings, like Olympic rings. Yeah, I mean anything that you can, anything that you can uh, hop on. Oh, motherfuck! I'm supposed to be on a call. Uh, I'm supposed to be on a call as well. In ten minutes. Oh, and it's kind of an important one. Yeah. Fuck. Can we, we? Well, let's just keep going. Okay. Uh, I'll hop on it, but it's it, it is an important call. It, it might be short though. Is it from that hostess? Uh, yeah, I gave her. I, I slipped my. I gave her my receipt. <laughs> my phone number on it. Your number on it. <clears throat> okay. Um. Well, what else do you got? I have a brain boner that I think is a pretty good one. I think we should wait on the brain. Boner. Oh, we'll wait on the brain boner. Okay. Yeah. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Rose. Okay, well, we're back, and uh, that call turned into uh, almost a full 24 hours. Oh, <laughs> uh, <All> life. <clears throat> Jesus. So, yeah, we, we were, I, I took, I went to take that call. We decided to stop. And then we were going to. Bridie co- got drunk. And then. <laughs> no, and then we, then we, we realized, oh, fuck, now we got to go. We were on uh, somebody else's podcast, you and I. That was fun. It was very fun. It was uh, changing the narrative podcast here yeah. out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. And we talked all things uh, podcasting and the business of podcasting and re- relationships and sex. All the things we talk about. Almost a two-hour conversation. Yeah. It was fucking long. <laughs> yeah. That was a long one. It's so funny because I um, I loved that. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. But I've been working this like very intense schedule for um, like producing like a film project. Oh, great. Another it's, call. It, no, it's Brian. Another I, call. Oh, my God. Should, should I take it? Oh, my God. You're in such high demand. <laughs> I should have my phone turned off. Hold on one second. So anyway, uh, we were we were on that podcast. It was really fun. And it turns out it's going to be changing the narratives. Uh, 69th episode. Really funny. Which is coming out next next Tuesday. So you should all go check that out. Um, if you want to hear two hours of us talking. If this isn't already enough. Um, and then... And then we we were gonna come back and finish recording last night, but I had to I had a date and I had to be on it. And I had a date with my you going had, to sleep. You had a date with a pillow. Yeah. And so um, I went on my date. Can we talk about that for a minute before we get in? I know you had a brain boner. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Some, I mean, I content. assume it went well based on the text message I got this morning from you <laughs> or last night. Can I read it? Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, yeah, sure. Read that. So last time I saw you, you were dropping me off at my boyfriend's place and I was going to sleep and you were coming home for a date. And then uh, yesterday at 11.02 p.m., you sent me this text message, which I woke up to. Is squirting hereditary? Topic for tomorrow. Okay. So. Okay. I don't know if you remember. But a little while back, I think we even talked about it on the podcast. Do I remember? Uh, I think about it every day. <laughs> I'm just so happy for you. No, I I had a date and it was with a a, a lady who who happens to be um she's she's quite skilled at at the uh, the art of squirting. Okay. And um and when but I but I found out on accident and kind of like um but I thought sort of she ruined didn't our know. couch. Oh no 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 no! She knew. She, she knew. All oh, right. Okay. Oh, she fucking knew. But I don't think she was. I don't. I don't know if she didn't know. Dude, I have no idea. I I really should talk to her about it because yeah. the first time we hung out, yeah, she squirted a little too much on the on, like on, on the, the couch. couch. I thought I spilled water on the couch. Right. Yeah. And then. That's what the dog was just sniffing at. No, dude. That this was we. This was like months ago. Ah. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> Can you fucking listen to me? Can I, you? I am, but I, I remember the story a little bit differently. What do you remember? I remember you telling me that you had a, a squirting experience for your first squirting experience. Yes, it was my first one. That's that right. it was news to her too, and that's why the couch got soaked. No, 
No, okay. that, all right, you're making that part up. So, so okay. she was, she knew that she had this ability. Okay. But I don't know if like she wasn't expecting it to happen that night or what. But the couch got covered. Yeah. And I, on a drive home, I kind of like grilled her a bit and was like, dude, you should really put that up front with like your next partner so that they know so that, because you know, you don't want to like ruin people's upholstery. Yeah. Or like bed sheets. Yeah. Not ruin it, but like, you know, I had to come home that night and like clean the fuck out of this couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I know, I know. And be okay, whatever. Put towels down. Right. So last night she comes over. And the first thing I do is I just lay towels all over our bed. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're all prepped. Wow. Now, it was a very different experience from the last time. Okay. So the last time, it was like, um, like if like if if the squirting was like a, a um, a like an incident. Yeah. There was like one maybe two incidences the first time when we were here yeah yeah last night it was like constant 20 23 incidences uh-huh and and like in a how long of a session uh, we were probably we were probably engaging in coitus for i don't know like 40 45 minutes 40 minutes okay 45 minutes so like once every two minutes uh, it was a lot. <laughs> like it was a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. And then so when it when it when it was over, I was so f- I was so kind of like flabbergasted, and so taken like taken back by what had happened, that I wanted to know like I wanted to know. Like I wanted to know. Okay, when you squirt, are you having an orgasm every single time, or, or is that separate from an orgasm? And she was like, no, no, no. Like, it's, like when I squirt, I, I don't necessarily orgasm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I <clears throat> orgasm when I squirt. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. And then she was describing how um, she actually, like, sort of controls it. Uh, okay. Like, it's kind of her, like, it's, she needs to be brought to a certain point to get there. But when she's at that moment, she's the one who can control to, like, push it out. Yeah. Basically. Which is super fucking interesting. Well, yeah, okay, I can see where I can see that. So she, so she was kind. Of, it was kind of like a, she was doing it as it was not performative. I don't want to say that like and make it sound. Yeah, yeah, like bad sex. Like, like it was fake or anything because yeah, yeah. it, it it didn't it didn't feel that way at all. But I think it was like it was kind of an act of like I'm doing this for like I know that right you enjoy this. I'm gonna do this for you. Yeah, which I thought was super fucking interesting because I I'd, I'd always just assumed oh you're you're it's involuntary yeah you're coming yeah but like last night i was like there's no fucking way i was i made you come that much no 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 i know i'm i'm all right yeah i'm not that good i'm definitely not that good yeah so then we were talking about it when it was over and she told me this really interesting story about how recently she was spending some time with a family member okay who is not um, uh, her mom or her dad. I, I don't. I don't really want to say. So she's talking to her grandma <laughs> about squirting. Yeah, she's talking to her fam- this family member who's a female um, that came to visit, and they were talking about whatever. They went out for like drinks, and somehow they get onto the topic of sex, and and then I guess I guess uh, my friend here she she mentions to her family member like 
that she squirts. Yeah. And her family member's like, oh, yeah, me too. And also your mother. Big and time. also with you. <laughs> and then she just blessed her <laughs> with some holy, holy some squirt holy water. water. Holy squirt water. Um, and she was like, your mother does too. Like big time. Like we all, all of us do. I can't believe her grandmother said that it to wasn't her. wasn't her fucking grandmother, man. <laughs> her great grandmother? <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, whoa, is this a, is this a, is squirting a hereditary thing? Like the squirt. Genetic? Is, is, is it, it genetic? Yeah. Is it like a genetic thing? Yeah. You know, cause I know that you've said you've, you've squirted before. Yeah. I'm not going to ask my mom or my grandmother. I, and I, and this is exactly it. I think most people who've ever squirted before wouldn't want to ask their grandmother or yeah. their mom yeah. or their aunt. Yeah. Um, so like, is, is there, is <laughs> I there love st- that you were like, or her aunt, wink, wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> it was her fucking aunt. I think her aunt listens to the show, which her is why I didn't want to say it. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, that's, that's it makes sense I don't know if I should say this but that's exactly what it was her aunt listens to the show and uh-huh. we were talking about the show uh, okay, okay, and then okay. she brought up the squirting but it makes episode. sense you would if you were going to have that conversation with someone in your family it would probably be your sister you know like her sister right. her, her mom and her mom's sister probably have talked about that shit before too right so like I'm I'm, I'm curious to know are there, are, are there studies out there or is there anything out there to like because we think... don't know anything about like you know isn't isn't the jury still out on what squirt is? Well, you know what, it could be, but I've recently seen a, a, like a bunch of like a bunch of fee- Facebook feed on uh, on that subject, and I haven't read any of it, so things could have changed. I don't know, but I think this <coughs> is a great topic for Mother's Day, and um, <laughs> that's coming up. It is coming up. Yeah. So, um, so I'll do a little investigation on that and see what I can find out. There, there are some, there are some, there is like one prominent squirting expert. Um, I just can't really remember her name. It's, she's on Facebook is Dr. Zana. Um, yeah. We've talked see, about I, her before. I feel like that, that squirt, um, maybe I'm just guessing, but I feel like that squirting expert more so knows more of like the, like the, what's physio- physiologically like happening yeah as opposed exactly. to like the whether it's hereditary because it like to figure that shit out like that's some like genetic yeah know-how. well here would be my guess my totally that's what, you know that's what i want unbacked guess <clears throat> to me the sensation of squirting is very much a, a releasing like the same feeling of if you're peeing yeah. like if you pee your pants on purpose it's like I have to let go a certain amount to let that happen, right? Yes. And I think this it's a similar thing, I would imagine, with the pelvic floor region because the sensation is very much the same. When, when I'm squirting, the feeling is pressure, like that downward pressure of peeing. Yeah. Um, and I can kind of like you're kind of like you're uh, like put like you're pushing out your a little your bit perineum. It's almost like I'll tell you what the sensation is like from from the inside is that I would be like it's a feeling of like bearing down like pushing Ooh. down on the pressure of a penis 
right. it's usually or fingers inside me. So where it's right. pressing, the the pressure of the the thing that's inserted is pushing against the like the bl- I don't know where it's coming from the bladder the, yeah. the wherever, wherever that stuff is coming from, and so it feels nice sort of to like release and go with that yeah. with that um, intuitive feeling of the body. But I feel <laughs> like it could pr- I could prevent it by resisting that right. that release you know by by drawing in by clenching by like lifting and engaging through the pelvic floor a little bit i don't know if that's exactly accurate but from being inside my body that that's kind of what i could imagine did you have some distance on it when you when you squirt have you you squirted much yeah yeah i have do you some distance on it um no because mostly it happens when i'm on top so it's it's going down i mean it does it has shot i have gotten it on my own face when i'm on up top yeah right but um but so what i was gonna say about that that control how come i've never made you squirt it was is it just the shape of my dick it just yeah didn't probably work? yeah no probably but because then the shape of someone else's dick worked yeah i think so like it's a particular curve it's a particular spot <clears throat> see i don't have this curved dick shit man okay but let me finish what i was gonna say uh, now now i want to talk about how my dick's not curved <laughs> fuck um it doesn't matter if your dick's curved or not i don't because know about that i'll tell I feel you like one if thing i have a curved dick i'll tell you one thing feel better one person i had sex with that made me that made me squirt and also was like i always came during sex um and great oral sex as well um their penis was too short to do doggy style wait like too short like to even do it yeah like to do to actually like have a an like back and forth yeah 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 right 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 so i I don't have that problem well, here's the thing. You're real proud of that. But yeah. also, you know, you don't have a but curved I dick. I don't have a curved dick, yeah. yeah so, that's right. you know what? Everybody's got their... But I want to have the length and the curve and the girth. Okay, well, I keep stretching it sideways is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen. <laughs> what I was going to say... <laughs> Yes. You like that? I threw back to yesterday. <laughs> that, babe, that was an epic callback because it was yesterday. But for everyone listening, it was, it was like, like 15 minutes ago. Minutes ago. <laughs> uh, okay, listen. <laughs> this is the most important part of what I wanted to say about the, the squirting and being hereditary is that we know that a lot of tension is learned. And right. like the way that we walk, the way that we make facial expressions, the way that we gesture is learned often from our parents, our older siblings and our peers throughout the, those like key growth years. So if your mom was like very tense sexually in that area, you would probably be able to see the difference um, in the way that person walks, talks, mm-hmm. carries themselves, than the person who's like very prone to like being able to release the pelvic floor, being able to like get way down deep into the yeah. like deep into the the hips and the groin and the genitals and like really in, it, like enjoy that during yeah. sex. You would probably have observed that somehow and incorporated that sort of tension into your body. You know too like the, we talk about like transgenerational trauma yeah, being carried yeah. i think it, it's very very similar because it's carried that's carried in the way that our bodies are tense it makes me wonder and this is a little bit kind of left field from from that but it, whatever something you said in there just made me start thinking like gag reflex 
mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, you don't really have much of a gag reflex, do you? I can bypass a, it. A pretty, little, you can bypass it. I can with intention. I can't at all. Yeah. Like, I brush my teeth and I go, Ugh! I like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I immediately. You know, get. your teeth are up here, right? You don't have to get right down the back of your throat. No, I, I even just brushing like. You're trying to t- get those hangy balls no, back there? No, <laughs> I gotta get the, the gunk off it. No, I'm trying to get, I'm like, even just like brushing my tongue just a little bit. Not even that far back. Sorry, did you just call the gum cockpit? What? I just say, I'm, no, I'm getting I'm br- the gum cockpit. I'm getting the, gu- the gunk off it. Oh, okay. The gumballs. I'm getting the gum. <laughs> The, the what? The gum cockpit? The, gong, the, the gumballs. Yeah, okay. Uh, you lost me there. Will you fucking listen to me? I have a big, I have a really intense gag reflex, but you can bypass yours. Right? Yeah, apparently you can do it by um, making a fist and tucking your thumb inside your, your fist. Are you fucking with me? No, I've heard that. I try, I've tried it a couple times. I'll try it right now. Oh, that didn't work at all. Oh, okay, great. Well, maybe you oh. Should... Oh maybe it's because you had a microphone in your hand. <sighs> Jesus. It didn't work? No. Maybe it's a different hand gesture. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think if you just poke yourself in the eyes like this with two <laughs> fingers... Oh, really? Let me try that. <laughs> oh fuck Uh, um okay well let's do some more digging let's find let's like i want to get to the bottom of this this whole squirting thing okay because i find it fast i find it fascinating like i I, the first time and i don't want to like harp on this too much but the first time it was a huge turn on because i was so surprised also because i i'd always wanted to experience it in real life and then i did and then last night it was it was still a, it was still a turn on, but it was it was more of like a. I felt more like like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Like I was just I just wanted to. Did you got your telescope out? Yeah, like yeah, I got all I got your my forceps and yeah. I just it was like a science experiment. I was like I wanted to see like how how far can this go? Yeah. How long can can this last? How how many times can this happen? Yeah. Um, and it was it like had. It had really not much at all to do with me, and I was so focused on like, what's ha- what's happening right here. So the first time when it was a surprise for you, but not a surprise for her, did you look up and she was just looking at you, going surprise? No, no, because <laughs> because I was behind her. It was oh. it was in doggy style. So she was and I was back looking da- over her shoulder. Yeah, and I was looking down because I thought, fuck, I spilled water somewhere. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. And then when I when I when I when I pulled myself out of her and 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 then inspected, I was like, "Oh no, that's just that's just leaking out of her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite gushy. Yeah, it's like a little faucet. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, let's. Uh, and if anybody else out there knows anything about <clears throat> the hereditary kinks, uh, quirks, quirks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> let's uh, let's hit that brain boner. Oh, <laughs> okay, great. Um, let me uh, read this email, dear Bridie and Jeremy. 
I am asking for love advice. I have a friend who's going to visit me for a week this summer while I'm living in South America. We were best friends throughout high school, and I was into her my first two years of school and even came out because of her. My crush slowly dissipated, but too soon because I'm certain she was interested in me during the last two years of school, but I avoided her advances. I saw her for the first time this past summer since moving away for school. When I was back, we spent almost all of my time in our home city together and I realized suddenly that I'm in love with her. For some reason, I didn't act on it then, but now she's coming to visit me for a week and I feel like this is the time. How do I broach the subject? Is it weird to admit that you love someone who you've never dated? Lastly, I'm Polly. I'm not in a... a Uh, relationship currently, but I have real philosophical and ethical issues with monogamy and can never see myself in a monogamous relationship. She has previously mentioned that she doesn't understand this about me and wouldn't want it for herself. I'm not sure if I should just swallow my emotions and hope it goes away like it once did in high school, or if I should admit my love even though it could put a good friendship in danger. Also, I'm not even living on the same continent right now. Should I just wait until I'm back? Would so appreciate your advice. Keep up the amazing work of destigmatizing the <laughs> discussion of sex. You are really helping people. Thanks so much for writing. Um, love advice. Wow. Love advice, yeah. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I really like, there's a lot going on here. Like, um, this is this is like a an old love and a good friend and... You're living apart and she's coming to visit. And, you know, my first feeling is like you might just have to feel it out when she's there and see if it feels right. And I don't think it's weird to love somebody you've never dated or be in love with someone you've never dated. Me neither. Lots of people have like love that exists that, you know... They're, They're not even acting on. Or? <clears throat> that it reminds me of this. I remember reading this like uh, a long time ago. Like I think when we first started opening up a relationship, it was this um, this blog post titled "I'm madly in love with you, but don't worry, it's not a big deal." Mm-hmm. And I remember reading that blog post and having this like this fucking almost this epiphany of of it was the first time I've ever heard someone talk about how 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 we put so much weight behind the word love yeah um and there was this there was this quote that she referred to in her her blog post uh from something that somebody else had written called uh, casual love by this woman carsey blanton um here i'm just gonna read you this quote we have a mythology surrounding romantic love that says it's a special rare feeling reserved for just a few people in your whole life It says that love takes time to develop and that feelings you experience at the onset of a relationship are not love, but something else. Infatuation, a crush, or my favorite Twitter patient. I don't know what the fuck. Twitter Twitter. patient is from Bambi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See Bambi. Twitter patient. What? Uh, Twitter pated is what um, oh, yeah. the owl says oh. the, the little animals in springtime are feeling. Yeah, right. It says see Bambi. Yeah. Uh, it also says that love is generally constant and reliable. And that falling in love is a major life event about which something must be done. Mm. And when I read that, I was like, no, it's not. It's not like it doesn't. She's saying that's the myth. That's the myth. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. 
I, I, I'm not fucking kidding. Like, I land in Toronto, get off the plane, and like walk to my Airbnb. I fall in love like three times, four times on that walk. Because I'm seeing, I'm seeing these people who I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm melting at their, at their like outward beauty. Yeah. And whether that be, whether that be someone who I just find ex- extremely attractive and like I see their laugh and I go, oh my God, I'm fucking in love with that, with that woman. Or I see like a, a guy, you know. On a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say taking something. Taking his helmet off. I was going to say something more like a guy like, like holding his, his, he picking his kid up out of his, out of his, out of their, you know, oh, their, you're, their you're crib. The or man, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I see that and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm, I, I love this person. Yeah. I don't know. I I just, I, I, and I, I know this is maybe a bit of a departure from what we're talking about here with, with this guest, but I do, I do think it's, it's important to like take a second to reevaluate what that word means to us and, and maybe just explore like how much weight we put behind it. Like, dude, if you, if this girl, right, that's coming down to see you had such an impact on you and you were, you, you, and at that time you, you felt the need to come out because of how, how like, how infatuated you were with this person. And then things dissipated, time, space took place and you hadn't seen each other for a while, but now you know that they're coming back and you still feel those feelings in your gut, like the butterflies of like this, I came out because of this person, you know, like I have, I like, I know that these feelings exist. Yeah. You probably fucking love them. You probably love them. Mm-hmm. And what's the harm in exploring that? You don't have to like shove it in their face. Like yeah. you said, let them come down, explore it. And if it feels good, say it. Yeah. And if it's a relationship that is that is like pretty pretty damn strong, it that shouldn't be enough for someone to go, whoa, I can't fucking I can't handle this. I can't do this. I gotta get out. Mm-hmm. As long as like when if you say, look, I think I'm like I think I'm I, I think I'm in love with you, or I think I'm falling for you, or, or I really like you, and their response is, well, I don't feel the same way then your your response should should just be okay that's okay too yeah as long as you're not like no please be with me you know like if it's if it's a cool chill response of like okay i understand that the chances that there's a chance out there that you you might not feel the same way that i feel about you Mm -hmm. um but i still want this to be like a, a meaningful relationship then yeah, I like that. There's this uh, really nice quality of like love without expectation that I'm hearing from you right yeah. now, which is like, can you love this person without having to possess them, without mm-hmm. having to like be, you know, you know, their person? Can you love? Will your love be the same no yeah. matter what? Yeah. Then that's a really lovely way if you can come from that place of like I love you but I you know I'm not attached to the idea of us having a relationship that's any different than the one we already have because Mm -hmm. I appreciate what we have that's like oh that's when love is expressed in that way gosh it's a breath of fresh air yeah and again like we, we were talking about this in the with changing the narrative last night about how love is a choice right we make the choice to go all right I love this person 
or we make the choice to commit to someone. You know, there's a million other people out there who can make you feel the same way as that, that you make me feel, Bridie, or, or different ways that are just as good that you make me feel. But I'm choosing to be with you because that's the choice I want to make because mm-hmm. I love you. Well, I think it, it, it boils down to the exact same thing of like when you're choosing to tell someone that you love them, you also have the choice to do that from a place of non-attachment. Yeah. Right? I remember I was just trying to find this headline. Um, I saw it the other day. It's a TED talk. I haven't watched it, but it says, "Can we choose to fall out of love?" Is the name of the uh, oh, interesting. The I'd talk. like to watch that. Who yeah. who who does that? Uh, let's see who we got here. Is it a TED talk or a TEDx talk? Um, I believe it's a TEDx talk. Yeah. TEDx what? Um, Wan Chai. Hmm. Is that okay? Would that be like? I don't know what uh, Wan Chai that is. is. No. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, it's a, it's by singer, rapper, and writer Dessa. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to watch that. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, coming back to the brain boner here. Yeah. I say go for it. I say go for it, but, like, try to go for it from a place of... A place of um, understanding that it, you might not get the the reciprocated feelings back. Yeah. But don't, but don't like hold on to that. And, and you know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some people get, maybe some people get fucking spooked, but I feel like if, um, you know, let's, let's use this as a, as a total like hypothetical example. Okay. Uh, my friend, Emily, big red. Yeah. We go out for drinks on, you know, like semi weekly, um, we're really good friends. If one day we went out and she was like, Jeremy, I just like, I have to put it out there. I, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. My response would be like, I love you too, but I'm, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I don't love you in the, that romantic way mm-hmm. back. Yeah. But that wouldn't push me away. Like yeah. that wouldn't make me go now. Now I guess we can't hang out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. As long as, as long as she, you know, there's this Emily also feels that same way. Yeah. That, you know, if she's like, yeah, well, that's okay. I just had to put it out there. Like it's not gonna. It's not gonna. I I value a, the relationship that we that we have far too much for me to go. Oh, you're in love with me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's nice. Um, that reminds me of this other term. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but um, my sister. I don't know if my sister coined it, but I heard her use it before, and I really love it. And it's like the opposite of that kind of like love with like with all the sort of attachment or or no it was it was you falling in love with you know 10 people on the street yeah um that that reminded me of this too is like there's that kind of love yes and then there's the kind of like i'm attracted to everybody and i'm like i am gonna put it in everybody's face yeah, like that the, is called that. My sister terms being leaky. Le- yeah, right. Leaky with your sexual energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a di- like, there's a difference between admiring and like you know, in quotes, falling in love with everyone that you see. Yeah, and doing that, but also like f- flaunting it about. Yeah. You know, when I when I'm walking down the street and I fall in love with ten people in the span of an like an hour. Yeah. That's all. I'm keeping all of that to myself. <laughs> that is all internal. Isn't it nice though to have those moments to yourself that I yeah. hear? So my advice, my my thoughts, just on top of what Jeremy said, is like if it go for it. 
without attachment is like feel it out because it yeah. may not feel necessary to share right or you right. know or it might feel like it's feels amazing to share but like sometimes those things are nice to just like mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. for yourself yeah yeah a fle- like one of those fleeting moments yeah at the cafe mm. when you make eye contact mm-hmm. and you both know we're in both, another land. We're both doing this right at now. At another time. But we both aren't going to take this any further yeah. than just right here. We can acknowledge that we're attracted to one another <laughs> yeah. and not act on it. Yeah. I hope I hope that helps. I hope that gives some some sort of insight. I mean, into this we're not going to tell you what to do one way or another. No. It's all just really about rolling it over in our brains and Was that a Gilan or, or I guess we we didn't really have a name. So whoever you are out there, in uh, South America, can you uh, can you keep us up to date on that? Yeah, I'm I'm very interested. Yeah, I'm very interested too. In hearing in hearing the what comes of that. Also, like it it just there's there's a lot of it is very romantic. Yeah. There's a lot of romance within that scenario. Yeah, I I really I was picturing um, uh, here and there my one of my younger sisters writing that message. Right, and just you know someone i know who's who falls very deeply in love who travels all over the place and has people come visit her from all over the world and she goes and visits other people and like there's all these loves that exist and i think it's a really beautiful thing yeah okay well this was lovely uh anything else is that uh can i plug my retreat sure okay yeah i've been thinking a lot about this um about whether this retreat would resonate with many of our our listeners. And I think one of the... Okay, so I'm not going to say this is like a sexy retreat or like it's about sexuality, but but it's the first retreat I've ever hosted as like a leader. And I'm doing it with um, this other amazing yoga teacher from Halifax, Brittany Firth, who's a manual osteopath. And it's just a weekend here, like outside of Nova Scotia or outside of Halifax in Nova Scotia and um, at this like lovely little oceanside resort. And it's going to be super cozy and we're going to have like um, yoga practices that have pranayama, which is like a lot of like breath work and meditation, like getting like really focused, getting really calm. And then we're going to like try some other approaches to movement. Um, that are come from more like my training so in like dance and like martial arts and and also yoga but like other stuff we studied in theater school you but have the, martial arts training yeah yeah well we've done like we've done that stuff before and oh and yeah right. Qigong and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah right stage combat. Yeah, i don't yeah. think i don't think Qigong is, we've done uh, that is martial arts i think it is a martial art Qigong. yeah come on i'm pretty sure no, it's Google not. It. it doesn't fall within the Google the it and let me arts. finish my description. Sorry, here. yeah, I'm sorry. Because we're gonna use these other like physical approaches to start uh, releasing tension on sound. So like, it sounds like sounds super hippy dippy, but it it comes out in like humming or sighing or all of these different sounds that are incredible for releasing tension in your body and so incredible during sex that those same skills of like learning how to like find your physical attention and release it on sound is like totally opened, <clears throat> totally opened up. Like I'm a, maybe I'm pretty noisy during sex. I don't know. But like to me, those kinds of like therapeutic releases are super applicable um, 
to the activity of some of the things we talk about on this podcast. So I just wanted to plug it. It's May 17th to the 19th. Um, it'll be a limited group and uh, it, it's going to be really fucking wonderful and fun and there's a spa and the ocean and the forest pretty um, incredible staycation really yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah you know especially if, like if you if you i always view vacations as like i never want to go like hang out at a, res- at a resort mm. i always want to do something like yeah. i want to I like take so, i want to take something of value home with me yeah, i want to yeah. change yeah on my vacations and this is like a perfect opportunity to do that without yeah. having to go too far. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, you can email us, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll send you some more information. Cool. Would love, love to have um, as many of you there as, as we can fit. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, I, I did in Kijong, there, I saw the words martial arts somewhere in that Wikipedia. <laughs> so it's just, there's a lot. So I'll, Fact. Read, I'll read through that. Uh, well, that that is it for this week. Um uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We we love all of you. And, uh, nice and to have some time with just us, you know? <coughs> you, me, I love it. the I, listeners. I really us. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to support what we're up to, and we would really appreciate it, go on over to our Patreon page. We just revamped the whole thing. Uh, you could even get a love letter from us. Uh, Patreon.com slash turn me on. Um, and again, that's that's there because, you know, as much as we are, are a, a podcast that's part of a network, um, that that doesn't support us uh what what supports us is you the listeners and uh and so your contribution uh your subscription to patreon literally helps us take this and keep this and take it on the road um we might be going on a trip upcoming uh trip soon so keep your ears and eyes peeled for that um and uh if you have a brain boner you can send it to turn me on podcast at gmail.com that's our email. You can hit us up there or you can slide into the DMs on Instagram where you can also send us uh, photos or boomerangs, boomerangs now of, of, your your bo- of your booty. I think we're calling them bummerangs. Oh, nice. Yeah. So let's see what you did there. Yeah, someone, that's, I can't take credit for that. Somebody somebody messaged us and said that's what we should call it. Um, and then finally, uh, the last thing that I wanted to say is big shout out, big ups, big thanks to Sori and to Rich O'Coin for the music that you've supplied for our show. Uh, huge fans of both of you. Sori saw you play at the Marquee this past weekend, opening up for Tokyo Police Club, and I am just smitten with you and your voice and your face, <laughs> and as well as the entire band. So <laughs> thank you for that, um, and we love all of you. Wait, what about booty rings? Yeah, I like that too. Booty okay. ring. Yeah. Booty ring. Booty ring. Slides off the tongue easy. <laughs> Booty ring. Uh, okay, that's it. Have a great week. week. Uh, how do we how do we sign off? Until next time. Oh yeah, go fuck yourself.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.